ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back. Oh, and by the way, all those things Max said about the election were true, and maybe it was Facebook that was lying. And now your host, Max McGuire. Welcome back. Second hour of the podcast, 888-441-1121 is our number. If you want to call in, feel free to do so and give us your opinion if you feel so. You can opine on the show about what you think about all of this. This podcast is brought to you by Air Make Care Network, as we've said over and over again. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but Air Make Care Network, it's an important plan to have. If you spend a lot of time outdoors, if you live in a rural or suburban area, it's common sense coverage for $85 for one year. Your family will be protected should you ever need to be airlifted. As long as you fly with an AMCN provider, you won't pay a cent for the flight. Whereas we've heard from lots of people over the past couple of weeks, cost $20,000, dollars $40,000, $50,000 just to be taken by helicopter to a hospital. No one should have to pay that. With Air Make Care Network, you don't have to. So again, check out the link in our description, www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. You'll, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for at once. Again, that's www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So let's let's play one of these. Before we go in, I, I want to play this because this is, I think this happened yesterday while we were on the air. Joe Biden was having his NATO press conference, not with not with um, Putin. He's too scared to do that. I mean, I would be afraid too if I was him. I, I want to play this and then we'll get to our phones afterwards. But I want to play this just because I'm not going to have a segue to play it later on in the show. This is Joe Biden being asked about Putin and quite literally just lagging. If he was a computer, that was a it was a catastrophic failure. We have 10 seconds of silence. We have stuttering and we have an answer that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Let's play this, Mr. Producer. Cut number zero. What do you say to Vladimir Putin? <laughs> answer the first question. <laughs> I'm laughing, too. They actually, I... Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, um, when I was asked that question on air, I answered it honestly. But it's not much of a I, I, I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have. The second question was. Really. That was that was rough. That was really, really rough. And Mr. Producer, I just sent you a video. This is Putin being asked about him killing dissidents in an interview. And he snaps right back and mentions Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt was the woman who was shot and killed inside the Capitol during what Chuck Schumer calls the erection. She was shot and killed by a still to be un, still unnamed member of Secret Service who they will not release the name of. This response from Putin, just, I mean, these two guys went in the same room. You just had Joe Biden, nine to 10 seconds of silence. That wasn't your computer freezing. That was him spending 10 seconds of dead air trying to figure out what to say to a very simple question about Putin. Compare that to Putin's answer here and just, just ask yourself whether it's a fair fight between the two. Let's play that, that clip real quick, Mr. Producer. 
Of course not. We don't have this kind of habit of assassinating anybody. That's one. Number two is, I want to ask you, did you order the assassination of uh, the woman who walked into the Congress and who was shot and killed by a policeman? Do you know that 450 individuals were arrested after entering the Congress? And they didn't go there to steal a laptop. They came with political demands. 450 people have been detained. They're facing, they're looking they're, they're looking at jail time between 15 and 25 years, and they came to the Congress with political demands. Isn't that prosecution for political opinions? Some have been accused of plotting to topple, to take over government power. Some are accused of uh, robbery. They didn't go there to rob. The people who you have mentioned, yes, they were convicted for violating their status, having been previously convicted, given convention, uh, uh, given delayed sentences, uh, which was essentially a warning to not uh, violate any laws, and they completely ignored the requirements of the law. The court went on and uh, uh, passed uh, and turned the conviction into real jail time. Uh, Thousands and thousands of people ignore uh, requirements of the law, and they have nothing to do with political activities in Russia every year, and they go to jail. If somebody, if somebody is actually using political activities as a disguise to deal with their own issues, including uh, achieve their commercial uh, goals, then uh, it's something that they have to be held responsible for. There you go again, Mr. President. What about America? Whenever... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, th that's... Listen... I'm no Putin apologist. I think the guy's probably a monster. It's really hard to imagine anyone who was a former KGB agent being a nice guy. But just see the difference in those in those responses. Obviously, the translator had a little bit of a hard time in there translating Putin's Putin's thoughts. He's able to speak in his native tongue effortlessly, and he's able to take a question and shoot it right back. He's in. He was in the same room as Joe Applesauce Biden spending 10 seconds of just dead air trying to figure out what to say. If you voted for the, if you voted for Biden, this is what you're going to get. Don't act surprised. So we do have a caller on the line. We have Matt wants to talk about the chain of custody issue in Georgia. Matt, welcome to the show. Hi, Max. Yeah. Yeah. So how's it going? It's going great. How about you? Uh, no complaints yet. No complaints yet. What do you want to talk about? So it was so to be clear, it's twenty five or no, one in four ballots lacked a chain of custody for in so, at least yes. in Fulton County, right? Yeah, in Fulton County there were a hundred and one thousand five hundred and sixty five transfer forms. Of those transfer forms, a, a, almost a quarter, three hundred and eighty five of the transfer forms are are missing. They can't find them. So I guess it's possible that the rest of the transfer forms could have a larger number of ballots assigned to them, but it, it's it's about one in every four ballots, definitely one in every four of the transfer forms. That's the actual documents necessary to prove the, the, the chain of custody. One every four chain of custody documents are gone. Can't find them. Okay. So is there any other explanation for why that is other than fraud? Because why didn't they do this in, why didn't they do this in Texas? Like why didn't they do this in why didn't they do this in all fifty states? 
and just the places that they needed to win for Biden to have the White House. So it's an if interesting you've got question, a good right? Explanation, let me know. Yeah, so it's an interesting question. And that's why I think it's important when you talk about this, when you talk about in terms of fraud, I think you have to separate the electronic, which we know happened. We know that votes were switched right. based on just Antrim County and Michigan alone. There's the electronic, which I'm not entirely convinced was a Democrat Party operation. I'm not entirely convinced. I think it was either the election systems themselves or some kind of third party actor. I could be wrong, but it seems like it's less of a Democrat Party issue. What seems more like the Democrat Party has its grubby paws on it are the in-person, what I call old-fashioned voter fraud of just stuffing the ballot boxes with illegal votes. So they tried. They tried to go to all of the states. That they they didn't worry about Wyoming, right? They're, they know they're not going to win Wyoming. They know they're not going to yeah. win Alaska. They didn't yeah, bother yeah, going the, there. Yeah. But they did yeah, yeah, try yeah, to hit I up mean, a lot of states. They tried to hit up. They, they, they did it in North Carolina, right? They tried to do it in Florida. They, they did yeah. it in Georgia. They tried Nevada. to do it in Texas. In Nevada. So they hit Nevada. up strategically the states that they specifically needed. And they did try to do it in Texas. And we've covered this on the show in the past. We probably should recap it just about how the in-person fraud, the on the ground fraud works in Texas. System, correct? Yeah. Well, no, in Texas, it, it has to do with ballot harvesting where, where we, there was that woman who was arrested in, in San Antonio for illegal ballot harvesting. We covered in the, I believe in the Houston area. Voting fraud. Yeah. We, we talked about this in the Houston area where um, where I forget the congresswoman's name, but she is basically elected on the back of voter fraud. We, we did a whole episode showing the actual applications. They all have the same signature, all from the same P.O. box. Right. It's very obviously fraud. So Whoa. that's why I say there's the difference between the in-person and the electronic. The in-person always seems to follow the same kind of, of plan. They do everything they can to loosen the laws. In Georgia, they made it. They had that consent decree that they signed with Raffensperger saying you can't compare and the signatures like you used to. Right. So they set that right. up and then they, they stuff the ballots and they they do it in a way that you can't verify. Right. If you stuff the ballot in and you're not yeah. allowed to verify the signatures, then there's no way to stop it. So, yeah, they did do it in other and, states. And they, they tried to do it in a lot of states. But it didn't work. Do this. Like the yeah. Democratic Party could not do this on their own. They needed Republican collaborators to do it. And. Yeah. I'm just floating this out there. I'm not saying this is true, but what are the chances Stacey Abrams uh, went to Brian Kemp and, to quote Darth Vader, went, I'm altering whatever back backdoor yeah, deal they yeah. had. Pray I don't alter it yeah, any I'm, further. I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. It's possible. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's just Republicans in on it or if they're just too stupid to realize that they're being robbed out the back door. Probably it's a combination have, of the two. I'd say they don't have the courage of, and they don't have the courage of their convictions to te to to say no because, and they're afraid of saying no because of whatever backlash they can get through be, the likes of BLM and Antifa, who Dan Bongino calls their shock troops. Yeah, that's what they're afraid. I, of. I think, I think that that's pro that's probably. That I, th I think that's probably part, part of it. I think also what we have to deal with across the country and even still today as conservatives try to retake control of the Republican Party, you have a lot of anti-Trump, never Trumpers who, who never left their positions of yes. power. I can put up an image while yes. I'm talking to you. Go ahead, put up image number six, Mr. Producer. This is 
Gabriel Sterling, he's the guy who, who was doing, he works in the election office, I forget his official title, he's under Raffensperger, but he was the one doing all the press conferences saying it's a lie, it was no fraud, no fraud. I remember Here's that. a tweet of his. Here's a tweet of his from February 29th, 2016. He says, tomorrow is an important day here in Georgia. I remind you again, regardless of whoever your candidate is to stop Trump, you need to vote for Marco Rubio. He is the closest to Trump in the polls here. This must be about stopping Trump. So it's really hard Mm. to take that and to presume that he can put that anti-Trump hatred aside and run an election fairly. Now, whether that means he put his finger on the scale to hurt Trump or whether he saw something was happening and just decided not to stop it, right? Lots of different ways he could do it. He either but it's did very hard to just presume that he's fair. Yeah. It's very hard to just assume that he's fair. Right. And and the and the problem is we and the the problem is I don't know I, I don't know who out there is ta- is taking people um is taking young people and not grooming them, but training them to be to go out into these into some of these local places. I mean, you know, the, I'm sure the Democrats have something like that on their side. We don't have anything like that. Like we don't have anything like community organizing. But then I suppose you could also make an argument that yeah. we don't need those things because we have most of us are folks of faith. We have we we have we have our Judeo-Christian values. We have we believe yeah. in God. We believe in God-given rights. Yeah, I, I think I you're seeing you a little bit more of it with the organizing with Republicans. I don't think you'll ever see Republicans go down the voter fraud side. Democrats always say to me, no. well, what, no, 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 what, no, no, what about no. Republican voter fraud? What would you do about that? Arrest them too. Lock them up too, right? I have no, I have no appetite for voter fraud on either side of the aisle. But we need to do the legal organizing the way that the Democrats mm-hmm. do the legal organizing. Stop short of the fraud. I stop short of the illegal actions. You, you see the Democrats pull up to a church and they start politicking from the pu- from, from the pulpit. That's illegal. Not allowed to do that. We don't want to do that, but we want to go right up to that line and, and, yes. and do everything we can, which, which the Republicans haven't been doing for the longest time because they've just assumed that, hey, Georgia's red. It's going to stay red. Right. We need we need Georgia to be no. a lot like Florida, where they have a great get out the vote effort and yes. a great Republican Party in Florida and don't take anything for granted. Yes. Do we have any? Do we have any other callers? I don't want to stay on too long. No, no, um, I, I don't think so. Do you, do you have anything else you, you want to mention? I'll, I'll give you the final word before we let you go. What, what do you think is going to come up all this? Listen, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pessimistic. I don't think anybody's going to be ultimately held accountable, which means we have to utilize the political. Which means we, the people, have to do more. We are the lesser magistrate. We are the none of these people can get away with this without our consent. If if you believe if you believe in a sovereign God, you have as much evil and tyranny as you're willing to tolerate. We, remember, yeah. our politicians and our and our elected officials are our public servants, and we are their masters. And as Christ Himself said, no servant is greater than his master. Yeah, that's true. Very very true. Well, well, thank you so much. For the call really do appreciate it thank you for calling in thank you appreciate the work you're doing uh, have Keep a, it up. thank you have a good one um, again our number 888-441-1121 if you want to call in I'm, I'm interested to know what you think about all this because it's really hard to look at this new information with and and not connect it to the other pieces right and and, and matt obviously he's on the he's he's talking 
and he's like, well, how how do we raise people? How do we raise the next young generation? I know he's not talking about raising voter fraud. I know that. We got to get the next generation of Republicans to be the activists, to do door-to-door, to do -door, get out the vote. I mean, before I came to Conservative Daily, that's what I was doing when I was in grad school. I was doing get out the vote, um, knocking on door, canvassing, good old-fashioned canvassing. It's important work. It's not particularly sexy work, but it's important work. And the Democrats have always just done a very good job at it. Now, we're seeing in lots of different states where they are, I mean, just look, look at what they just did in Nevada. They made the, the automatic mail-in voting permanent, right? So they're, the Democrats are going to try and cement th these fraud tactics in law, right? They did everything they could to change the rules for the pandemic election using the pandemic as an excuse. Now they're going to do everything they can to, to basically cement them into place to make them permanent. Because, hey, listen, it worked It worked once. Why not just keep doing it? It, it, it reminds me of when I, was, when I was younger and I would play uh, like football video games, like Madden video games. I don't want to date myself, age myself by telling you what year Madden I'm talking about. But when you're playing someone who doesn't know how to play and you, and you, you run a play and you score a touchdown, well, you just keep running the same play over and over and over again until they figure out how to defend it, right? It's the same kind of deal here. Democrats stole it. They know they stole it. The fact that they are threatening to shut down audits through the attorney general tells you that they know they stole it. <laughs> They're just going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it until we mount a defense that will stop them. And it's up to all of us to do that. And the way you do that is you have to call attention to it. We have to identify how they did it. You can't just say it was stolen. We're going to fight back and make sure it never happens again. You got to identify specifically how it was stolen to make sure that they're never able to steal another election. Again, we have to do that. We have to do it for the country. We have to do it for future generations still yet to be born. And I'll tell you, the other thing you got to do is you got to fight for your Second Amendment rights. You got to. And if you have the license to carry, you got to carry everywhere, which is why we're proud to have as a sponsor of our show this week, We the People Holsters. We the People Holsters is an American-made holster company that starts at just $40, $40 for a holster. They're custom molded to fit your exact firearm for a quick, smooth draw. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line of real tree camouflage. That's important. If, you, if, you, if you're a hunter and you wear a real tree camouflage, and you can now get a holster that is the same exact camouflage pattern as your hunting gear. Now, while you're there, you're going to want to make sure you check out their complete line of patriotic shirts and new EDC technical, tactical gun belt all of which still 100% manufactured in the United States. Also, while you're putting your order together, make sure you try the bacon jerky. I said that. Yes, I said that. Bacon jerky, it is to die for. So make sure you show your support for our show and this great American company by going to www.wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD right now. And if you use promo code CD10, you'll get $10 off your order. I've made the mistake a couple of times of, of thinking it's 10%. It's not. It's $10. So if you buy a holster for 40 bucks and you use promo code CD10, bam, $10 off. I don't think it gets any better than that. And as I just showed you, the holsters, they're, they're straight fire. I mean, you're, you're talking about a $40 holster. You get $10 off if you use promo code CD10. Uh, yeah. And listen, if at any point you don't like it or it's not a good fit or it's not working right, send it back and they'll, and they'll get you a replacement that works. It doesn't get any better than that. So again, go to www.wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD and use promo code CD10 and you'll get $10 off your order. Okay. Um, Mr. Bruce, do we have any other callers on the line? 
No, but I do want to ask you a question. So, how many times sure. did we get violations on, say, YouTube and Facebook? We talked about this stuff, a right? Lot. And they told us, this isn't true. Our fact checkers, we checked it out. Uh, you're totally 100% wrong. There's no way. In fact, you can't talk about it. No one else can talk about it. And we have laid down the law. And this new light comes, Evans. I, I sent you a message about it just a moment ago on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, now that the new evidence comes to light, do all of those strikes go away? Can we talk about it no. now, or is it still going to be suppressed? Because they don't. I mean, they're they throttling don't. us they today. Don't go I'm looking at the numbers, and it just doesn't yeah. look oh, right because it looks good it's on terribly a, our site, but not on theirs. And it's, like, I'm gonna try lie. today. We didn't lie. I'm gonna try today. I, let me see how what our reach is for our podcast today on Facebook. And this is why we don't really focus on Facebook as much. We focus on no, Facebook for the memes us. to get more people. So our our podcast on Facebook today has only reached 763 people while we've been live. That's astonishing, right? It, it is because for us, we, yeah. I posted this. Go ahead, put up my screen, Miss Bruiser. I posted this meme earlier today, uh -huh. which is actually it's pretty funny. Literally, the only thing you need to know about how California is governed is that that they had to bail out the weed industry, and that's <laughs> it's an article titled "California Offers 100 Million Dollars to Rescue Its Struggling Legal Marijuana Industry." It's a funny it's a funny take. It's a funny take, and it's true, right? That post reached 2,000 people. Our live podcast has only reached, so far today, 763 people. It's a so Facebook always says, Facebook always says, go live. You'll reach more people. Well, very, it's very clear they have something limiting our reach. It's fine if we post images or post links or things like that, but they do not want anyone to see our live videos. Why? I mean, why? I, what Obviously, are we saying that's so dangerous they have to suppress what we're saying, right? Well, I'll tell is, you what. What I, is it? I, we were going to run it. We were going to run it today, and we didn't. I'm going to try and do some more research on it and make sure it's foolproof, which, again, if you haven't already, check out the facts boss for today. It's to fight back against everything that we're talking about today, the fraud in Georgia. Full nationwide audit of all of the states where this funny business, this fraud is happening. Check out the link in the description and in the panels on DLive. Join the facts boss today. There's new information coming to light suggesting that the United Nations was meeting with tech companies in the lead up to the 2020 election to go over election fairness concerns and things like that. If if the United Nations, if we can, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, right? We, we've covered on the show at length how terrible of an organization the United Nations is. It does. It would not surprise me if their fingerprints were over this too, especially in working with things like Facebook and Twitter to get them to crack down on misinformation, which is why every time UN funding comes up for a vote, we always vote. We always urge Congress to vote no, because every cent that we send them ends up in one way or another being used against us. Um, but that, I mean, we're, we're going to see that the, that social media companies, big tech companies, had a role to play in this whole thing. That they were there from the beginning, and that they had an outcome in mind. And listen, that's illegal. I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of, of FEC regulations or election law. I think it's a lot of it's unconstitutional. If you have the right to free speech, that free speech doesn't just go away when you're in an election year. But at the same time, we can't just have companies openly and flagrantly violating. They've given a lot of what's called in-kind donations. Basically, we talked about it on the podcast before when Facebook throttled the story about Hunter Biden's laptop that had a cost associated with it. If you went to Facebook and said, hey, there's there's information about me coming out and I, it's really, really bad and it's going to make me look really bad. Uh, how much is it going to cost for me to stop it from spreading? There will be a dollar figure associated with that, right? Just so, just as you can spend money to boost something, logic dictates that you can spend money to stop something from being boosted. 
so there was a very real dollar amount and they did that for free why well, I would suspect that a lot, of, a lot of the people at Facebook wanted Biden to win and didn't want him to lose or have anything negative come out against him. So that's an in-kind donation. So we're going to see this. This is all going to start coming out. And, uh, and and kudos to Project Veritas and other organizations that are trying to expose it. It's going to come out. It will. And and we, we know a lot already and we can kind of fill in the pieces. But just like this situation in Georgia, we have to wait for these final pieces to emerge before we can really paint the full picture, really see the, the entire puzzle in its uh in its completion but yeah no big tech has been at this from the beginning we just got we just got uh censored by youtube today we haven't posted on youtube in weeks why because we have two strikes and until the strikes start going away if we get one more strike our youtube channel's gone so okay rather than just post because you know the first thing we post they're going to take it down especially an episode like this we just haven't posted well they're going through our catalog of old episodes and deleting them they can't add a strike because we haven't added any new content, right? So what's what's going to happen is we're going to erase most, if not all, of the content on YouTube, and then just probably start over, start over in in mid July when their strikes expire. But they're still going after us. They're still coming after us. It's not going to stop. We we we, are, we pose a threat to not only their narrative but their existence as a company. Um, so of course they're going to they're going to go after us for it. Of course. So let let. You have, you have more questions? Well, I was just going to say, when did the masters of the universe become the arbiters of what is the truth and what is not? How are they in huh? charge of information and what's misinformation? Because they've been feeding us a lot of misinformation about all they of have. this based on the new evidence. So who's there I mean, just, to just look at Just, just look them? at the idea that, that COVID-19 leaked from a lab. If you said that a month ago, you'd be banned from Facebook. You say that today, you're allowed to post it. Right. So we it's a moving target. Anything like that. Right. Yeah. I remember you, you and I have conversations it, where we just can't even put those words yeah. out there, you know? Yeah. It, it's a moving target and, and they admit it's a moving target and yet they've, they've destroyed livelihoods. There are people yes. who have, who have, who have used Facebook to build up their business, yep. who have been kicked off the platform or blocked. Listen, they blocked me during CPAC I when I really needed to get online. When I really need to get online and they used like a 15 year old post or, or a five year old post about Syria to do it. Like they're destroying and they're hurting livelihoods with this. So it's not a victimless crime. It's not just like, oh, we prefer this to be on the platform. It's not there's they change the rules so frequently. It's impossible for anyone really to comply with them. And and even when you look into the rules, they're not they don't make sense at all um, in any way, shape. Or form. I wanted to play this because we played that video at the start of the video, the video showing them going under the de- under the desk and taking the ballots out. This is one of the legislators from Georgia. After that that video played, and it played first in the Georgia legislature, her jumping up and saying it's already been debunked. Let's listen. Let's play cut six. Maybe a question for Senator Parent. I heard you say several times this has been debunked. But I also just heard that this video just appeared last night. So how could it have been debunked? Well, my response, not being an expert, um, is that th- th- these very allegations came up right away after the election almost a month ago and have been repeatedly discussed by the Secretary of State's office, including everything that we're seeing here. But is this and not there have the, been that, explanations for all of it. Is this not the first time well, this video has been shown? I believe that this is the yes. first time this video has been yes, seen. Yes, it is. And the correct. news media it, hasn't seen this video or have not? They, they have not. Because oh. right. I've, I've been in contact with counsel for the State Farm Arena. And 
will be today. Okay, Senator Anderson. Oh, I love it. I love it. She's like, this has already been debunked. They're like, well, hasn't this been the first time anyone's ever seen this? Yes. And it's right here. The media hasn't has it. Yes. How can it be debunked? It can't. It's debunked before it's even released. That's if that doesn't sum up the Democrats for you, I don't know what will. Uh, Miss Producer, I just sent you over a clip, a new clip from Biden that we got to queue up. Apparently, it's even worse. I mean, these these Biden clips well, it can't be worse come than the faster. It is. Apparently, really? it's worse. Oh my apparently, it's worse. I, I, I can't watch it, but apparently, Joe Biden is caught mumbling incoherently to himself at the EU-United States summit. Can't listen to it while we're on air. Uh, won't be able to. I don't want to waste okay, your time as cube. I listen to let's, it. Let's see how scary this is. All right, we have a cute. Let's see how scary this is. Apparently, it's bad. And uh, I've said before, and I apologize for repeating. Oh, I didn't. I first saw you. You were taking a massive fear advisor. I'm leaving out a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But anyway, we'll be back to that. But um, uh, we, um, uh, you know, there's a lot that uh, that is is it, it, happening. I used to. Uh, what? What was that? I'll, I'll do it again for you. Well, uh, and then we, there's a lot of questions, and then we were going to move to, um, and, but if I can, we'll get in trouble again. But if I, this is, if I say, um, listen, it, it's uh, funny. Uh, my eyes, my eyes just opened so wide. My contact almost just fell out. Like, like I, I don't think I, I've ever been that wide. eyed just watching that just naturally. Cause you can't see my face while I'm, while I'm watching it. My, my eyes went so wide. My contacts started falling out. And I had to put it back in. We I, we have to play that again. Uh, 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 some of it is the microphone and the audio and the echo, and you can't understand. It seems like he is apologizing that he he's, he mentions again that he's going to get in trouble. This guy's the the leader of the free world. What the hell is wrong with this man? It's gibberish. That is gibberish. That is not. That's 28 seconds of incoherent nonsense. That's trash. Yeah, so for sure. Before we play it, we'll go to the synonym of the day. Today's synonym for the day for trash. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. It is bull. Bull. Grotesque blunder in language. Great. The great segue for this clip. Also slang for nonsense. It's bull. Also slang for bull feces, which itself is a form of, of, of trash, I guess. Um, today's synonym is bull. All right, let's play this again, and uh, let's listen to it. If anyone can transliterate, you don't have to translate because it is English to English. If you can transliterate, if you can tell me what he's saying in the comment section, even if we have to just do this by committee, I welcome it because, my goodness, I have no idea what just happened. Let's play it again one more time. And uh, I've said before, and I apologize for repeating. Oh, I didn't. I first saw you. You were taking a massive fear advisor. I'm leaving out a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But anyway, we'll be back to that. But um, uh, we, um, uh, you know, there's a lot that uh, that is it, 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 it's happening. I used to. I, I, how am I still shocked? 
I thought there might be language in there. I thought there might be some decipherable words. He's apologizing. He says there's a lot of people there. He, he, he mumbles and he says, oh, no, blah, 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 blah. And he says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble. And then it's just nothing. This is the leader of the free world. And, and Kamala Harris isn't any better. This is, this is, it's depressing. This is getting depressing. If Donald Trump had ever said that, it would be wall-to-wall -wall coverage. It would be Donald Trump is losing his mind. Remember they did that because he had a hard time holding a cup. Remember he had, he had to hold a cup with two hands before we drank? He drank his cup with two hands and they said, oh, he's he has dementia. This guy just stood at, just as the keynote, the main speaker at the EU-US summit. Nonsense. Complete nonsense for half a minute. I'm sure do there's you, more. Do you want to play-by-play -play that? Like maybe do a transliteration over time? I don't. I don't. I, 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 mean, I, I want to keep talking about. You sure? I want to keep talking. I want to keep talking about Georgia because okay. Okay. this is, listen, I don't know. Does anyone know what he said? You know, I, you know, you could do it. I mean, it would just be you saying, I'm glad I'm playing. I know. Blocks today. Yeah. Uh, fine. Let, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's right, play it and we we'll go. pause it. You pa right. you pause it after every sentence. Okay, here we go. And uh, I've said before, and I apologize for repeat. Oh, I didn't. I can't tell you. I'm going So he says, "I apologize," and I've said before, and then he points with an open palm, and he says what can only be described as. Okay, keep playing. Anyway, I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But anyway, we'll get back to that. But, um, uh, I pause we, it. Um, he then says, anyway, I'm going to get in trouble. we got to get back to the... Blah, blah. And then just complete brain shutdown. I right, keep going. Uh, you know, there's a lot that uh, that is it, 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 it's happening. I used to... And so then he says, which is actually the only factually correct statement of the whole lot. He says, you know, uh, 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 there is a lot happening. That's, that's the only actual, that's the only actual sentence. Good job. Good job. <laughs> that was really darn good. We, we, we just listened to the president of the United States speak in front of the entire European Union. Not the entire, but the European Union summit. He's basically speaking before an entire continent. And it's just nothingness. Hey, remember it's when Maddow used to say that Trump sounded like he was just mumbling and going off? Yeah. And then we actually hear what mumbling and going off sounds like, and no one's like, silence. Silence. I, I watch that, and it, it, it makes me sad. I, 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 don't want, I don't want to go into the whole thing about the dementia, but anyone who's ever experienced it with a loved one or friend or family member, you know the signs. And you know how embarrassing it would be if, if your loved one with dementia had to be put in a situation where they were just put on the world stage and just left, left to flop around like, like a dying fish or, or left to speak like they have marbles in their mouth or speaking in tongues or just forgetting where they are, or when they are, you know how embarrassing it would be. None of us would ever put a loved one through that. And you see what they're doing to him. They're trotting him out one step out of the grave, like, like, like a prequel to weekend at Bernie's. And it, it's just so pathetic. And I feel bad. That made me feel bad for him.
I did. I, I don't feel I don't feel bad for him often. I can't stand his politics. I, I hate that they're using him for that. But that made me feel for him because it is that was probably the clearest example we we've had yet of just how abusive this is has been to him. And listen, people don't understand abuse, elder abuse when when you're the one being abused. He's being brought up there onto the international stage, talking to an entire continent, and it's just gibberish. I, I can't watch it again. I'll, I'm going I'm to cry just at, at the thought of, of how pathetic that is. I can't watch it again. I can't watch it again. So now I need to ask you, who's in charge of the United States of America? I'm just asking for a friend. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 it's the Illuminati. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who could possibly be pulling the strings, but it's very clearly not Joe Biden. If, if there's any more clips from today, we'll, we'll make sure to show them. But um, <laughs> I can't I can't watch anymore. I can't watch anymore. This is a this is a video. And this is why from Georgia. This is why for a long time I've thought that there still is an electronic component to it. And there has to have been because we saw them scanning the ballots. So it's not just like they were bringing in already filled in ballots and just counting them by hand. They were scanning the ballots. So there had to be an electronic component to it. This is one of the reasons that I really believe there's an electronic component of it. This is Shay and her mom, Ruby Freeman, doing some kind of secret handoff. It looks like they're handing off a flash drive, which you're not supposed to have on the floor at the, at the election counting uh, facility. You're not supposed to bring flash drives and electronics on the floor. I want you to pay attention and watch this. Watch as the handoff happens, and she hands what looks like the flash drive off, and the guy walks away. Let's go ahead and play this. This is cut five. So we can see them, they're whispering. You can see that Ruby Freeman's shaking her head. And this guy comes over out of nowhere, talking to them too. Now pay close attention around Shay. She has a long brown, blonde braids. Play close attention to her hand right near the, the back of her chair. That's where, I, if I remember this correctly, that's where the handoff happens. He's sitting there waiting. They're saying something, obviously, as Ruby Freeman startled because she's shaking her head, talking very, very low. This is why you have to love under surveillance. Here it comes. It's coming here. Uh, wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, does it take longer? So they're talking. They're chatting. When's it coming? They're chatting, chatting a bit more. She grabs it, palms it behind her back. And here comes the handoff. It's right there in her right hand on the chair. And there it is. Sketchy as hell. Sketchy as hell. When you're palming what looks like a flash drive. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it's just, it's right there. Oh, they need, they need an extra week to be deposed to get their story straight. It's right there on camera. They're doing it right in front of a camera. Like, and that wasn't even like a webcam. That was a television camera. Like an HD 4K camera for a news outlet. It's right there. They think we're stupid. <laughs> they think we're stupid. We never got to really figure it out, though. That guy does suspiciously look like the gentleman who also was from Fulton County. All of this... Same county. Remember the, the African-American gentleman 
who was counting or processing ballots, and he got so frustrated at something that he crumpled something up and threw it away. Remember that? We were told that he didn't crumple up a ballot. He crumpled up something else. Well, technically, you're supposed to keep every piece of paperwork for 21 months after an election in case you're ever audited. He, he got so frustrated at what he was seeing, he crumpled it up. I, we've never been able to confirm it, but it sure does look like he's the same person that just took that handoff from that table. Pretty incredible. And you remember that Ruby Freeman wasn't just on the floor counting the ballots. This is why it's, it's very obvious that this was a scheme because the players involved were at every step in the process. We mentioned that they had the, the settlement agreement. Go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is the settlement agreement that was that was basically uh, finalized between, um, it was Perkins Coy, they're the law firm that also laundered the Russia hoax dossier, um, but they were the ones going state to state to state to sue, to force them to accept absentee ballots in ways that they've never accepted them before. This was that consent decree, and we won't read the whole thing, but right down here, signature match, this is the important part restricting how the state can match signatures, when they can match signatures, what signatures they're allowed to match it to, and basically determining how strict they can be when they um, when they check the signatures. I'm not going to read this out loud, but you can find this. It, it, it basically, this set it up by saying, restricting how the state is allowed to match signatures. This set up the fraud because we take that down, Mr. Producer, because Ruby Freeman was not just there on the floor counting the ballots after hours. She was not just there with her daughter, Shay, handing off whatever was in her hand, that electronic device of some kind. That wasn't just her. She was also involved in the process of verifying signatures. This is a, this is a video. She posted it. Ruby Freeman's video uh, talking about how she was verifying signatures. Let's play cut four. Thing if it knows and turn it three times, that ain't gonna happen. So I let them do it. Yeah. Whew. So, hey Dion, what's going on? How are you? <sighs> yeah. So, I got a lot of work to do, y'all. So I'm working seven days a week, but I'm getting it done. I was out for 10 days, cause I didn't like the way things were going. So I just said, mm. yeah, anywho, I'll see y'all when I see ya. But I'm back, ready to work. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna let y'all see this. Okay, don't say nothing, listen, look. She's showing all the ballots, all the <laughs> documentation walking around the facility, live streaming. <laughs> no one's even confronted her yet. They're about to. She just walked in there. No one's even asked her what's going on. Okay. So that's what's going on in Fulton County. Voter registration. Fulton County. Sir, can I have some work? It's been 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Uh-huh. That's all you give me. I'm going to give you but five. <laughs> I come to work, y'all. And they talk about me. Oh, they talk about me. I don't care. Because I told them I didn't want to work. Oh, Dion, thank you. Thank you, love. When I didn't want to work, I took off for 10 days. Now I'm back at work. Give me some work. 
because I come to work. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Oh, you gonna give me? Oh, you just gave me one. God bless you, real good. Thank well, they you. They want to give you two. I ain't gonna you. Right there. Overwork. That's why we let you go. Ain't no such thing. That's I'm why we let it go the end. Okay. I cut it. We. I wanted to go to the end just because one. If, if you're not getting, and, and Matt in the comment section on Facebook says he has an unfeeling, un uneasy feeling watching that. If you don't get an uneasy feeling watching this, knowing what this woman has been involved with in other parts of the process, seeing her whispering, walking through the, the, the facility, not even getting confronted, finally getting confronted, and they just hand her work without like even like signing her in or anything like that, just hand her work. And then you see she got two bins for signature verification. That's what the word said. So this was a scheme. The people involved with the ballots underneath the table were the same people doing the signature verification. So the reason this is all important is when we know that one in four of the documents actually proving the chain of custody for ballots picked up from drop boxes in Fulton County missing, don't know. 18,901 ballots cannot be verified cannot be authenticated because the chain of custody documentation is gone right when you know that the same people now doing the signature verifying are also the ones pulling the ballots out from underneath the tables you start realizing that this looks like a pretty big scheme and, and you you add these pieces together and it's it's pretty obvious what happened Right when the person doing the illegal counting is also the person doing the the signature verification, right? And is and at some point you'd presume that she'd also have to sign off on the chain of custody documentation, right? They can't just hand her a batch of ballots and not have her sign something saying that she's involved in it, right? You start looking at all of this and you realize, holy crap, the same people. Because remember, it's only thirty-seven drop boxes. That's it, thirty-seven drop boxes without chain of custody documentation, 18,901 ballots. It's enough to change the results for the presidency. It's enough to stop the Senate race, Sonny Purdue's race from going to recount, changes the Senate makeup currently. So we wouldn't have any of Joe Biden's nominees getting pushed through. No chance at legislation, right? These small group of people could have stolen it all because their hands were involved in every single process. Hammer guy 35 on D Live says I wouldn't want let her watch my pet turtle. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust her watching a pet. <laughs> no way, no how. <laughs> I I want to play that because it it's it's all coming together. And it, and it's probably the same cast of characters. It's just involved in every step of the process. It makes it really does give you an uneasy feeling. What also should give you an uneasy feeling is the thought of having to pay for an air medical transportation flight and not having air Medicare network membership. Yeah, it costs a lot. Anyone who's ever had to go by ambulance to a hospital knows that costs hundreds of dollars. Your insurance ain't going to cover it. Well, imagine, just imagine you take that ambulance where you're getting overcharged and you turn it into a helicopter. How much do you think that's going to cost? A lot. Right, ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty, forty, fifty plus thousand dollars just to go from one town to another on a helicopter. And you don't even need to be out in the middle of nowhere. A lot of times, people get airlifted when there's a crash on the highway that that completely gums up the highway. The only way to get them out is by air or in from suburbs. Right, you can't get on the highway. It's rush hour. You get airlifted to a hospital. It happens. Well, it doesn't have to be an event that bankrupts you. It doesn't have to. And if you sign up with Aramaic Care Network, it never will be. For $85, your entire household will be covered for one year. 
should you ever need to be transported to a hospital by air. Less if you're a senior citizen, less by year if you buy three or five years at a time. This is really common sense coverage that no family should go without. So you're going to want to make sure you go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And if you use promo code daily, depending on what package you get, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So the big takeaway from all of this in Georgia is that it was stolen. It was very obviously stolen. You see what's going on in Arizona. This is the first day in a long time, other than when they broke for the for the uh, the graduation, the first day in a long time that ballots are not being counted in Maricopa County. They finished the, the hand recount. So there's other things that they're going to need to do. It'll probably take a bit of time for us to get the results. Preliminary rumors that we're hearing is that ballots were missing. If that is true, then then the gloves are off. If the ballots are missing, the gloves are off. And I'll, we'll have to see. I, I don't want to get ahead of my skis. That's what lots of people are buzzing about, but Polling doesn't necessarily determine fact. We'll have to wait for the results to come out. But Arizona is, is, is done with the hand recount. I think you had somewhere between 12 and 15 states had sent delegations to, um, had sent delegations to Arizona to learn how they're doing it, to figure out what they need to do to do it in their own states. Because so I think what you're going to find is, yeah, it's happening in swing states, but I bet you're going to find a lot of the, the red states that just have reliably blue districts probably also have it going on there. And I thank you to the commenter on conservative-daily stream who mentioned that the, the congresswoman in Texas I was talking about in the Houston area was Sheila Jackson Lee. Thank you for, for reminding me. I forgot her name. We know that she was elected through a ballot harvesting scheme. We know that. Right? The state is investigating her team for it right now, where they would go into retirement facilities and they just register everyone to vote with the same signature, with the same handwriting, all sent at the same time from the same post office. Right, We know that that's how they're doing it. So I think you're going to find that there's a lot of blue states that are only blue because of this fraud. You're going to find a lot of swing states that are only swing states because of this fraud. And you're going to find a lot of blue congressional districts in red states that are only blue. Probably they should be swing, but they're only blue because of this kind of fraud. So I don't, I don't think you're just going to see swing states doing this. I think you're probably going to see Wyoming do something. I know that's crazy. Wyoming. Why, why would you want to do anything in Wyoming? Well, Wyoming is reliably red. That's true. But there have been some close calls in certain areas of Wyoming that are turning bluer and bluer and bluer. And people, politicians in Wyoming do not want it to turn into the next Colorado, where it used to be red, and slowly transitions to purple as more people move into the cities. You're not going to get Democrats to sign up to become ranchers. It's not going to happen, right? You're not going to have a bunch of Democrats sign up to, to work in the oil fields. Not going to happen. But you could get a lot of liberals moving into the cities. And it's possible to get enough of them to basically overshadow the rest of the state. So they want to get ahead of it. They want to make sure that their system is secure. Why else would Wyoming delegations be touring the Maricopa County audit floor? Right? They're worried about it. They, they want to make sure they get out in front of it and don't have to worry about anything long term. I think you're going to see a lot of states do this. I think you will. Anywhere where there's a legislature that has sufficient Republican control to order an audit on their own where it doesn't need to go to a governor. I think in Pennsylvania, you might have a little trouble with it because the governor, Tom Wolf, will just veto whatever comes to his desk. 
You might have a little trouble in our in in Pennsylvania, but in a lot of other states, I think you're going to see them following Arizona's lead to just say, "Hey, let's see what's going on. Let, let's open up the hood and let's actually see if there are fraudulent ballots being cast." Because the consequences of missing it, the consequences of missing it are catastrophic. And if you allow it to continue, it will fester. It will get worse, right? It it, it starts at the at the at the state legislature level. You start picking up state legislative districts. All of a sudden, you start competing for congressional districts. It, it can happen very quickly if you don't stamp it out. And that's not stopping people from voting. Anyone who can legally vote and registers to vote by the deadline should be allowed to vote. But we have to make sure it's a legal vote. And yes, any time, even if it's just a paperwork error, yeah, if you made a mistake, if you're not completely up to date, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. And if the paperwork is not in order proving the provenance, the legitimacy of entire batches of ballots, they should not be counted. What we've seen far too often during this whole pro- uh, whole process is people being given the benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry. There's a lot of scumbags working in election offices around this country. They are. There's a lot of scumbags, and I don't trust any of them. I don't trust any government employee. Sorry if you're a government, government employee listening to this. I'm sure there's good people out there. Unfortunately, the bad ones have kind of have kind of stained the whole thing for me. I don't trust any government employee. I don't. I don't. So there's no such thing as benefit of the doubt. This is power that we, the people, have entrusted to you to run elections on our behalf. It is not something you own forever. It is something that is given to you through with confidence, right? <laughs> through the consent of the governed. There's lots of ways to lose the consent of the governed. You do a bad job, and we vote you out. The other way to lose the consent of the governed, which no one's talking about, is if the governed don't believe you're the legitimately elected representative or senator or president. Right? The consent of the governed isn't just that we like what you're doing, it's that we believe you're legitimate. And uh, you, you hear it a little bit. You hear it a little bit with Raffensperger saying that the people will never trust the legitimacy of the elections. It's almost like he was counting on Fulton to do a better job covering it up. And he's pissed that he now has to rehash this because he thought it was only already settled. And by that, he means he thought it was already settled that if you believe in election fraud, you're, you're crazy. You should sit down, shut up. Right? That's what the left has been saying this whole time. Well, the American people, we're not going to sit down and shut up. We're not just going to take it. There's far too many irregularities. There's far too many um, obvious examples of fraud to possibly just sit down, shut up, and let it happen. The country is worth too much. It is too important. It is too valuable. Our future, our children, our grandchildren's future is too valuable to possibly allow the likes of people like Ruby Freeman or, or what was her name, Shea Moss, whatever it was, to steal the country it is too important to let that happen. Now, obviously, if they did that, they'll hopefully hope that a court of law would 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 deal with it. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like the prosecutors are all that interested in prosecuting her for that obvious palming of the electronic device or the ballots coming out from under the tables. They're not interested in that, right? But the country is too important. Our future is too valuable to allow. A couple of people, and I, I think in Georgia, it probably was just a couple of people to steal the country. Because as I said, not only do the ballots that they cannot prove, they can't prove they're legitimate, not only do those ballots easily surpass the margin of victory for Biden, even taking the low estimate of, of how many Biden ballots were in that batch, not only do, do those that bad batch surpass his margin of victory, but it also, if those ballots had been thrown out, it wouldn't have had a runoff. Senate would be in Republican control, and this country would be very, very different. So yeah, it's too important of a con- our, our country, our republic's too important to let them steal it. 
which is why it's up to all of you to take action, to share, share this for goodness sake. Facebook's only letting 100 people watch it right now. Share it. Join the Facts Blast. Sign up for our email newsletter, right? Share the hell out of this stuff and talk to people about it, right? A lot of this podcast is designed to give you the tools necessary to have these conversations, right? We do the research. So I guess you don't have to, but still do your research, right? But we present this to you so you can then go the argue, go and argue. You don't have to just send people the links, though it does help. But we want to put you in a position where you can say, hey, what do you think about the one in four chain of custody documents being missing in Fulton County? What do you think that's all about? And you just catch them flustered. You got to do this. This is the hard work. Caller Matt was talking about the hard work, the on-the-ground work. This is what it is. Even if it's not with an organization, changing hearts and minds, going after the people who, who don't know better. Because we're never going to get the far lefties. We're never going to get the far lefties. There's still a lot of people out there who truly believe that Joe Biden, the ignoramus, the man who just sat on the world stage, mumbled incoherently for 30 seconds. They believe that he, combined with the least popular presidential candidate in the entire field last year, right? they think that they received more votes than anyone ever in our history. Got to wake them up. And the only way to wake them up is through education. Ignorance isn't a dirty word. Ignorance just means the absence of knowledge. It's up to all of us to teach them to make sure we can fight back against this. Hold the people who did it responsible and never let it happen again. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, if you enjoy it, if you haven't shared it yet, share it. Leave comments. Right. Comment, comment, comment. That's one of the ways we can try and bust through the algorithm. But if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. Links are in the description. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. We go live 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So make sure you check that out if you're listening to the audio version. Even if you watch the live version, please do download the audio version. Subscribe, automatically download it, open it for a couple seconds, just because that's how we prove the numbers. That's how we prove the numbers to our advertisers because they don't care about our audience. Because as you can see, Facebook throttles it. I mean, thank goodness we weren't relying on Facebook's numbers for our advertising revenue because Facebook can just flip the switch and, we're, and it's gone. So make sure you subscribe to the audio version if you haven't already and share the audio version. Share the audio version with friends, family, and yes, people who disagree with you. And, and something we're going to try and do is bring on more guests who don't agree with us to have debates. I'm, I'm more than willing to debate anyone on any issue. So that's another thing. If, if you have a suggestion for who you think we should debate, send that into us at info at conservative-daily.com. That's info at conservative-daily.com. Send in who you think we should debate, obviously within reason. Don't just put like Hillary Clinton. Probably not doable. But if, if you know leftist, let's call them influencers, who would be, or even just never Trump influencers, who would be up for a debate, send them to us at info at conservative-daily.com. Happy to entertain it. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over, not even close. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.